Good morning. Welcome to the Realist Show on Radio, your daily dose of reality radio, the free-range human show of choice. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. I am live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios out here at 103.9 FMWYAB. We're streaming worldwide right there at 103.9. We're also... But I'm sorry, we're on air locally at 103.9 FM WYAB. We're streaming worldwide at WYAB.com. And of course, on the TuneIn app, just search WYAB. They now got my name up there. When it uh, when you actually go to the TuneIn app and you stream, it doesn't say uh, Hugh Hewitt anymore. It says Clay Edwards. I feel like I've made it. I'm on the TuneIn app. That's good stuff there. I used to listen to the TuneIn app. Now I just uh, listen to myself. I listen to the Clay Edwards Show podcast every day when I get done. And you should, too. Just go search Clay Edwards Show wherever you download podcasts or stream music. It's posted within 30 minutes of me getting off the air. The main show is posted. Then I cut it into clips that I think you guys might find interesting. And y'all been blowing that up. I was looking at some of the other local uh, shows around here, sports, politics, etc., that have been doing this for a lot, lot longer than I have. And they don't have a third of the subscribers that the Clay Edwards Show does. So uh, kudos to you all. And if you're not subscribed, please go do that. Get subscribed wherever you download podcasts, whether it's Google, Apple, Spotify, you name it. It's everywhere. Everywhere. If, If you can put a podcast there, it's there. It's up on YouTube every day by, you know, by lunchtime. It takes a while for that file to download to put it on YouTube. But also, I'm back to putting it on Rumble every day. Just search Clay Edwards Show or Save Jackson, and you will find it on all those platforms. All right. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. You can follow me on Twitter. You can hit me up there or anywhere else on social media at SaveJXN if you want to participate in the show today. If you want your thoughts to be heard, you can call into the show. 601-879-0002. Before I get started real quick, this segment will be brought to you by our good friends over at Battlefield Drag Strip. Tomorrow night is the night. The doors swing open for the first time this season. It's a big test, no prep, test and tune. Spectators get in for 20 bucks. Kids under 12 are free. And racers are 40 bucks. Get out there, big no prep, test and tune. Also, this Saturday, it's going to be a big one. It is the Cold Wars No Prep. They got the small tire category, $200 entry fee, $3,000 guarantee to the winner. True Street, $100 entry, $2,000 to the winner at 16 cars. Full size truck, $100 entry, $2,000 thousand to the winner at 16 cars and factory daily driver that's like most of us out there i told you everybody can get into racing you got a daily driver you can be a racer uh factory daily driver hundred dollar entry two thousand to the winner so get out there to battlefield drag this saturday wish i got the date right here hold on what day is the 11th <laughs> yeah that's saturday just double check in there saturday this saturday the cold wars no prep race and garrett Rudd will be back in the studio with me tomorrow to kick off race season right here on 1039 WYAB. 
All right, so yesterday I was going to start the show with this, and I ended up ending it with this, and I didn't get to peel the onion back quite as far as I wanted to. And we'll have uh, we'll have Anson Walker with the Walker Lifestyle and Gluckstat Fitness in here for uh, the second half of the first hour. But I was talking about unanswered prayers and God's time versus our time. And, and, and I made a couple analogies. And I'm going to repeat those for those who may have missed it yesterday. I did upload it as an individual clip to the podcast if you want to go check it out. But I'm going to repeat it here. I just said, man, you know, I had an opportunity to spend a couple hours in the car the other night and uh, just riding around, running some errands and stuff with a friend and just had time to think and have a little retrospect. And I was just thinking about where I was at today versus where I was at a year ago. And, you know, if you listen to the show, I mean, I've, I've talked at nauseum about, you know, just being so unhealthy physically, emotionally, that, you know, I, I felt like the stress was going to kill me. I would ne- never contemplate suicide or nothing like that, but I just felt like the stress was going to kill me. And uh, between the just everything. And got on the other side of that, man. And, you know, just then I got to think about unanswered prayers and things I prayed for years and years and years ago. And God didn't answer my prayers then. But quarter century later, he answers my prayers. Uh, I, a job example. And I always speak from my personal self here. I'm not making things up just to say them. There's always, they're always coming from a place of, uh, of true, of reality, a la reality radio. Um, a couple years ago when I was over at Watkins, I've never told the story, but I will now. When I was over at Watkins Auto Sales, you know, I was really, really, really trying to get a, a finance job out at Patty Peck Honda. My buddies were over there. I was up for the job. It was going to be a life-changing job for me financially. And um, <clears throat> for whatever reason, I didn't get the job. I still think they hired the wrong guy. <laughs> of course, you should always think that. It's not a knock against the guy. But I always think I should be the guy. To be the man, you got to beat the man. And I always think I'm the man. Um, <clears throat> didn't get the job, but that was a blessing in disguise. That was a, that was God not answering a prayer because he had a bigger plan for me. There was no, uh, there was no save Jackson stuff at the time. There was no thoughts of getting into media or doing any of the, doing any of this. That was pre COVID. And I stayed where I was at and I started doing the save Jackson stuff, the urban exploration. Then, uh, started doing the podcast of course, COVID happened, and now all that really busted wide open. You know, we were doing, we were doing the live show from the house every night on Save Jackson Facebook page, doing twenty thousand listen uh, viewers a night. Sometimes, massive. Think about that. Think about twenty thousand people watching you do anything. And, so, and that led to these opportunities to be here at WYAB. You get on the radio every morning. You get to do this. That was a, that. That was. All this happened because of an unanswered prayer. And I was trying to think about it this morning. Like, what was the pivot point? What, what, was the, what, was the, what was the one thing that could have happened that would have took me in a different direction? And it's if I would have got that job. That would have took me down a different path. Who knows where that path would have taken me, but that wasn't God's plan, hashtag. That would have been Clay's plan. God's plan has me here right now doing this, and I love it. I absolutely love it. I'd have made a lot more money, 
doing the other thing. But I've made a lot of money over my life. I ain't got nothing to show for it. Not because I was necessarily just bad with money, but just nothing to show for it. It's just money. I mean, I'm in debt to my eyeballs right now. You know, it'd be nice to not be, to not be stressed out about that. But, you know, theoretically, my debtors can't kill me. So keep reminding yourself that, and it's all right. But I wouldn't trade it for anything. to be right here on the front lines of the American culture war, as Jameson says. I love this, man. I love getting out and about. I love feeling like uh, I speak for you guys, saying the things y'all can't say. However, I wish y'all would just say them. They can't fire everybody. Some of us just got to fall on the sword. So that leads me to this. So no matter where you're at, you're there because that's where God's got you to be right now. Sometimes you got to go through hell to get to where you're going. No matter how bad it is right now, that's God leathering you up, leathering that skin up, making you tougher, making you more resilient to get you to where you're going. You know, I don't get on here and preach a lot. I can't quote Bible verses and scriptures or any of that stuff. That's not what I do. I am a religious person. I sin every day. But I am a religious person. I know I'm either going to heaven or hell. I do believe in both. I think I've done enough to get into heaven. But that'll be God's decision, not mine. I am saved. Fingers crossed. Um, But it got me thinking. So we haven't done a question of the day in a little while here. My question of the day. We'll we'll have to put it to the side when Anson gets here, but we'll pick it back up in the second hour. If you want to call in now, 601-879-0002. What is an unanswered prayer that you thought was devastating at the time, but ended up being the best case scenario for you? It's like, because if that had happened, maybe you wouldn't have got this, maybe you wouldn't have met your wife. You wouldn't have had a child. You wouldn't have your child. There's so many uh, dominoes that can fall. So I'm curious. Let's take a call here early. Hey, caller, you're on there. Good morning, Clay. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Clay, that spoke to me this morning about the unanswered prayer. That that was beautiful, brother. Hey. Uh, I, I've been there before, and I'm telling you, when I when I had to go through the whole process of of eating no meat for 40 days to try to flush myself out. I was like, oh, my God, I had finally started losing weight and, and everything. Hey, and, Granny. Oh, God, Clay. It was, it, you You know exactly what I'm talking about, the pain that that, oh. that you went through with that uric acid and all that. Anyways. Granny, and, tell people oh, tell people how much weight you lost. I don't want to talk about it, Clay. Well, I, I've been stuck on 175 and 172 for so long. But, I mean, thank God I've got there. I weighed in 428.9 at an MEA on April the 3rd, 2019. And I had been on keto since the the week after spring break. So I probably lost at least 10 pounds of, of water. And I had been in ketosis for a good week or so because... When I did keto, I did less than 20 carbs a day. I, I was religious about it. And so you've lost over 300 pounds? Oh, almost 200, probably. Oh, 200, right? okay. 200. But officially 175, because I, I've kept track of data since the one, I mean, the 428, you know what I mean? That's amazing, brother. No, man, it's it's all the glory to the guy, Clay. You know what it is. And and, we, and, and the thing is, about Clay, it, we're real men, Clay. Yes, we sin, but we try not to sin. That's the thing. The people that try to sin, that's the, that's 
that's when the devil gets all to you, Clay. If, 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 if you don't have a conscience when you do sin to realize that you've done something wrong, that's when you need to be worried. Y'all have a good day. Bye-bye. Thanks, Granny. Love Granny. Oh, a couple of texts here on the Guns and Gear text line. Great stuff, too, by the way. <clears throat> I love this right here. God always, unknown texture. Send me your names so I can lock you in, by the way. It says, God always answers prayers. Sometimes the answer is no. Or if there's any through someone in your heart, or, or is there any thir- let me, there is any thorough toward someone in your heart, your prayers may not reach him. You have to be right in your heart. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great text there. Let's see here. Another one. Says, heard this in church a few weeks ago. Reminds me of what you're talking about this morning. There are decades where nothing happens. There are weeks when decades happen. Well, that just punched me in the gut right there. Hallelujah to that. Let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Question of the day. Would love to hear from you all. Tell me about an unanswered prayer that you thought was going to be the death of you, but it ended up being the best thing that ever happened to you. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas, especially the surrounding areas out there. Good morning to you folks. You've tuned into the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, as uh, as of the last time I checked, still Clay Edwards. They hadn't taken that from me yet. We are live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Flora, Mississippi on a cold, rainy Thursday morning here in Mississippi. I was so depressed yesterday, man. I was like, I've had about enough of this rain. I've had about enough of this cold weather. I was like, let me check my phone to see what tomorrow is going to look like. Tomorrow's a new day. And it said 100% chance of rain and cold. I was like, ugh. But Friday and the weekend is nice. Friday's going to be colder. But I can deal with the cold. I can deal with the rain. It's the combination I don't like. I tell you, for years and years and years, I have always been the guy that likes wintertime. Big boy. I like it cold. I don't like being hot anyway. I can always, I always thought I could just dress appropriately for cold weather. Well, I have officially reached the... This makes my bones hurt, age. Cold weather makes my bones hurt. And I want to apologize to everybody I've given unmitigated hell to about not being able to handle cold weather for all these years. Y'all were right. I was wrong. However, I do still sleep with it 62 in the house. Two ceiling fans, well, a ceiling fan and a box fan on. I don't know that the box fan, it's not necessarily a box fan, it's actually round, but... um. I don't know that it's necessarily for moving air as much as it is for making noise. You got to have that going in the background to knock yourself out with that and a podcast and perfect temperature. It's quite the combination for your boy to get to sleep. (laughs) It's not an easy task. I was ready to sleep right through my alarm this morning. Man, 5.30 hit and I was like, is it 5.30 already? It's like, say it ain't so. I had a weird weird dream i guess since it was a dream i could tell y'all what it was because it's not real life so it didn't actually happen <clears throat> or why it happened in my dream i have no clue but i dreamed that i had a girlfriend and she was pregnant and i left her at a bar in downtown jackson but not like on purpose 
But just like I would get out to the car and leave and realize she wasn't in the car and went through this Groundhog Day scenario about 12 times. And um, then I ended up waking up the alarm. I don't know how it ended. I don't know what the meaning of that dream was. (laughs) Hopefully nothing. Things Clay don't want is pregnant. (laughs) Babies, I'm good. I'm good. I love y'all's babies. It used to be the other way around, right? used to be like, eh, I love my babies. Not so much y'all's. I love seeing other people with babies because they ain't mine. Anyway, weird dream. I don't know what brought that on, but I can do without it. All right, well, so make sure you follow me on social media, at SaveJXN, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all that. Wherever you're at, Twitter, it's at SaveJackson, at SaveJXN. I did a video yesterday. Oh, real quick. Anson Walker is going to be here in the second segment today for the rest of the first hour. Then in the second hour, my good friends, Storage 24, one of the best rock bands in the history of the city. They're back together. Fred and Matt will be in the studio with me for hour number two. We're going to talk about why the band got back together, what led it to happening, their big video shoot they got coming up. Will they tell me about an upcoming live performance maybe? I don't know. We'll find out. Make sure you're tuned in. It will be very entertaining. Let's see here. All right, so yesterday, I'm leaving the studio, and I get a text from a buddy of mine. He's like, man, you are not going to believe what we have run up on. He's a first responder in Jackson. He's like some copper thieves, and I'm just going to assume that if you steal copper, you also smoke meth. Some copper thieves have tried to cut down a, well, they didn't try to. They successfully cut down a power pole with a little saw from Lowe's, one of those blue, uh, whatever that brand is they sell at Lowe's. And somehow or another, the guy that cut it, it fell the way it buckled out and it landed on him or hit him anyway. When he went to get up, he grabbed the, he grabbed the the power line and almost got shocked into the afterlife. Frankly, I don't know if he survived or not. He he was not dead when uh when my friend left the scene, but he had to stay there with the lines drooped over him and nobody could get to him until Entergy got out there to cut the power off. So it was about an hour and a half that he's immobilized and they just had to sit there and look at him. Now this dude, they roll up on bicycles to commit this crime. It's over off West Haven Boulevard in Jackson. They're apparently they're squatting in a house over there. I'm guessing they have electricity illegally ran to the house and then come to find out. I'm skipping around a little bit here, but this was all for not because there's not copper in the power lines. They were cutting it down to steal the copper out of the power lines. And this dude was wearing insulated boots and insulated shoes. I mean, insulated boots and insulated gloves. And he ends up being the one that gets shocked into the afterlife dang near. The other two or three aren't wearing shoes for whatever reason. They're barefooted. I was talking to somebody yesterday and they said, you know what? They had to have watched some YouTube video somewhere or something. They said, this is what you do. They got just high enough. You know, I'd have liked to have just been a fly on the wall when this conversation got brought up. 
So now listen, listen. I got an idea. We're going to get paid. We're going to get paid today. We're going to go cut down a light pole. Just hear me out. Hear me out. We're going to go pass that bowl over here. Right. We're going to cut down a light pole, a power pole, not even a light pole. At least light pole don't have wire power lines running to it. A, a power pole. And we're going to strip the wires. We're going to get the copper out. And we're going to be able to get high again. Who's on board? At least two or three more people were on board with this. Not one person said, I don't know, I don't know, Bob. This is probably a bad idea. Man, they posseed up, got on their bicycles, rode down to the power line, and uh, shenanigans ensued. Y'all know, if you follow me on social media and you follow my little videos and stuff that I do, and we say it a lot on this show too, so that we don't have to censor ourselves on the uh, video platforms. About every other week or so, we I have a WWE championship belt on my wall at the house or on my mantle, my bookshelf. And we we uh we give it to the effed around and found out grand champion of the week, the day, the month, whatever it is. Of course I don't actually give it to anybody. It's it's symbolic. Well, these guys I don't know if anybody will ever get the championship belt again. I'm about to retire this championship belt and buy another one. Absolute stupidest thing I've heard in a long long time my goodness i mean look i used to do so i used to get high and do some really dumb things but never once not one single time that i look around the room at the house and think man you know what i'm gonna sell that i'm gonna sell that i'm gonna sell that or there's probably some copper and some wires around here and i most definitely did not think you know what all those power lines running out there, untapped gold mine. If I could just get those things down, strip them, it's on, baby. We hit the jackpot, gold at the end of the rainbow. My goodness. Jackson Jackson can't be saved. Jackson can't be saved. Thomas texts in and says, they, they need a great mentor like you. So he said, go adopt some Mississippi kids that are in foster care. <clears throat> no, <laughs> there's other people that are better built for that. I've gotten all that out of my system. Uh, Sean says on the guns and gear text line, you need to start a segment and call it. You can't fix stupid. I have thought about that. I have thought about starting a segment and call it. You can't fix stupid or something along those lines. Uh, real quick, a little breaking news. Uh, I think I heard him say it on the, the CBS News break, Punxsutawney Phil, I think he saw his shadow. Whatever he did, whether it's see the shadow or not see the shadow, there's going to be more winter. Winter is coming, as they say. Uh, it was a Game of Thrones, winter is coming. Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow. But, you know, I think that's more of like a Northeast thing. That's what we'll say, right? We live in the South. That doesn't really count for us, right? Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Let's hit some of these guns and gear texts up this morning here. All right. Nolan says, my motorcycle gets sad this time of year. I guess having to drive it in this weather. Yeah, you know, man, there's a guy. So I come, y'all know, you listen to the show more than once. You've heard me talk about this. 
I come in from Brandon every morning. I get right there. I go in west on I-20. I get right to the Pearl River Bridge. There's always this dude on a motorcycle early in the morning, about 6, 6.15 in the morning, wearing a, you know the reflective suit and all that. And, man, there's some mornings I don't even want to be driving in my car or truck. And this dude is out there on that motorcycle in all weather. And I, I mean, I, kudos to him. He's committed. At least he's getting up and going to his job every day. I assume that's what he's doing. My goodness, there's no way Clay could get down like that. I had a motorcycle once. I had a street bike one time. And that was when I realized that I just did not trust other drivers enough for me to continue riding a street bike. It was not my only vehicle. I had a GSX-R1000, yellow and black. And uh, that was fun. It was fun to have one. It was fun to ride around with other people. But <clears throat> I just realized, with you know, like the full face helmets, it takes out. I can't see enough to my, my out of my peripheral to be comfortable wearing that helmet. I Frankly, I really think it was that more than it was anything else. If I was to ever, and I doubt I will, but if I was to ever get another motorcycle, it would be a, it'd be a big Harley type deal where I could wear a, just a open face helmet and some goggles or something. I don't know, but not really my thing. I love looking at them. I love looking at motorcycles. I just have no interest in riding one. Let's see here. Said, uh, I got a text on the Guns and Gear text line. So this is high voltage, 277 with a ton of amps. It will light you up. I guess we're talking about the um, <clears throat> talking about the uh, the meth head still in the copper out of the power lines, man. And you know, and it, that I, look, I have no, I have no sympathy for the devil. I have none. If you decide to get high and go, or, or not high, or whatever the case may be, if you decide to go steal copper that doesn't even exist, by the way, out of power lines that are aluminum, and you get shot into the afterlife, that's God's will. That's God's plan. You got to trust God's plan sometimes. You're in a better place now. It was your time. Natural selection. It was your time. But it grinds my gears because every morning I drive into this son of a gun, and I get to that Pearl River Bridge, and there's not a dang street light on in the city. Along the highway, <clears throat> till I get to the other side of Highway 80, and then it's sporadic up 220, very sporadic. But there is a little spot there around the Highway 80 exit between 80 and Clinton Boulevard where there's some light. But all the way from the bridge, the Pearl River Bridge, to the 220 uh, off ramp, on ramp, whatever you want to call it, split. Not a not a street light in the city on, because of these crackheads and meth heads stealing the wire out of the, out, or the boxes or what, whatever they're doing, to uh dis, to take out the street lights, and then I hear about some getting fried. That's karma. I mean, we willed that into existence. I have complained about it enough that the universe took care of that one for us. Now, can we get the lights cut back on him, Dot? This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. 103.9 WYAB. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live here in the Mac Hike of Flowwood Studios. You know, real quick, this segment will be brought to you by Mac Hike Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Flowood, located right out there on Lakeland Drive at Airport Road in Flowood, Mississippi, Rankin County, God's Country. 
get over there, get you a great deal on a new Ram truck. Uh, the Jeep Commander is back and better than ever. Uh, so if you were in the market for, say, like a Tahoe or an Expedition or a Yukon or Suburban or something like that or Escalade, I implore you to go by there and check out that Commander first. And uh, don't sleep on that thing. It is gorgeous. They, they did a bang-up job bringing that thing back. So go check that out. And maybe you're in the, maybe you want to get one of the last to ever be made gas-powered, high-horsepower, street-outlaw-capable Dodge Chargers or Challengers before they uh, convert them over to electric and all that good stuff, battery-operated, all that. Get over there. They get you taken care of at Mac hike of Flowood, and their goal is to get you in and out in one hour. from the t- After you pick out your car and you go inside and you're ready to break bread, they're going to get you in and out in an hour. Can't beat that. They're also the home of the three ninety nine car payment available on uh, select inventory uh, and all that good stuff. So go check them out. Mac Hike of Flowood. You can shop them online. Mac Hike, com, or just stop in and see them. Tons of great sales folks over there. I'll be by there soon myself to say hey to some of them. All right. Uh, I know I've got this video queued up. I also want to read some stuff from the Guns and Gear text line this segment. So bear with me as I do this. Let me cue this up here. All right. This is from WLBT. This is about Jackson City leaders have they've passed a resolution opposing bill House Bill 1020 calling the bill unconstitutional and disrespectful. They also call it racist, too. I don't know why WLBT didn't put that in the headline. Now with more on their concerns. Yeah, Maggie. And so to show you just how much the Jackson City Council is against this legislation today, they called a special meeting and unanimously passed a resolution saying they oppose this bill. The council also voted to give a copy of the resolution to every lawmaker in the House and Senate. Now, under this bill, the Mrs. I wish they would give me that a copy of that. I'm getting low on toilet paper at the House. Mississippi Supreme Court would appoint judges to hear civil and criminal cases in the Capitol Complex Improvement District. The Attorney General's office would be in charge of choosing the prosecutors to hear those cases. And the legislation would also expand the CCID to County Line Road. City leaders now calling the bill disrespectful and racist, saying they have an issue with people who are not from Hines County crafting this bill in the first place. There is a lot of legislation that's being... This is Senator David Blunt. ...being considered at the Capitol right now. Uh, much of it bad, and this bill in particular is by far the worst. I am in... All right, this is Angelique Lee. Now, there were strong rumors that allegedly she lives in Madison and somehow won the seat for city council over here in the Presidential Hills area. So just... Be mindful of that as she's complaining about people who don't live in Hines County uh, making laws for Hines County. In favor of trying to keep Jackson safe, but not this way. I'm also opposed to the way the boundaries are drawn. It appears racist on its face, and it is not equally representative of the citizenry of Jackson, Mississippi, which is majority black. People of, of Hines County, city of Jackson, have their rights, and their rights uh, can't be um, can't be taken away, won't be taken away without a fight. Uh, you mean their their ability to go on crime sprees without any consequences or repercussions won't be taken away without a fight? That was Vernon Hartley. Just you know, keep a list, 
make familiarize yourself with these names because as they mingle into Madison and Rankin County, because they feel safer there, just know that. Now, right after today's special called meeting, city leaders hosted a press conference showing a united front that they all disagree with this bill. It is worth pointing out so far this bill has not come to the floor for a vote. Lawmakers have until February 9th to do so. If a vote does not happen by then, the bill will die. Quentin Smith, three on your side. The, the bill will die, just like you if you go to a gas station in Jackson. Um, Yeah, like I said, look, you know, last time I went out there to that uh that Grip and Grin event there they do at the first first Wednesday at Mama Hamill's every month. It's kind of the, the Madison County Republican Club type stuff. I specifically remember seeing Angelique Lee there. Specifically remember seeing her there. <laughs> as well as a bunch of other uh the the Jackson Democrats were well represented at this event. And that's fine. But the audacity I don't remember where I saw it. Somebody said audacity must be on discount because y'all got a lot of it. The audacity to sit right back and allegedly live in Madison County and call people from outside the city of Jackson racist for wanting to actually do y'all's job and fight the crime in Jackson. I, you know, I mean, just if you sit back and you think about the, the audacity, the stupidity of that, I mean, remove all your political beliefs and just say, okay, somebody else wants to come in and and take this job that we clearly can't do away from us. And it's not going to cost us any money. They gonna, we have screwed this up so bad, they're going to fix it. Just like with the water. They screwed it up so bad that Big Daddy Joe Biden had to step in and give them a bunch of money. And they brag about that. They brag about it from that perspective. Yeah, we, we we finally got all we got eight hundred million dollars coming from the from the federal government out of taxpayers' pockets. We got it all coming. We did that. I mean they're proud of that. But now they're saying, Hold on now. Hold on now. This is racist. We want to fight our crime. We can't actually have you arresting our felons. And sending them to jail, you don't know our struggle. You know, and they're still going to get all the tax dollars from that area, to the best of my knowledge. I mean, maybe, maybe maybe some of it gets siphoned off, you know, to pay for it, to pay for this. It should. I don't think they should get all of it, but either way, it's going to make property values higher. You're going to get your property taxes. It's going to make businesses safer you're going to get your sales tax because people go to those businesses I mean, i guess none of it's really a, it's all really a moot point for the next 10 years while they attempt to allegedly fix this water thing because i don't think any i, I don't think you're gonna be able to operate a business in jackson if it requires i don't know water but we'll see we'll see how they plan on maneuvering that you know i know uh Girl, I know Tina has Patina's hair salon. I mean, this is we, we interviewed her here on the show. That's exactly why she moved out. She was having to run her salon out of a mobile water deal. It looks like a mobile car wash with a big water tank on a trailer. You can't do that. If you think about that, that that's ridiculous. I mean, I commend her for doing it, but it's not sustainable. 
my, the moral of my story. Porta potties. That ain't sustainable. It, it's just ridiculous. But, you know, we can go on the whole. We, we've done so many shows about the water thing. It's, just, it's nauseating. Y'all get it. Y'all know. You listen to this show, you know. Even if you don't agree with me politically, you know I'm right about this Jackson stuff. You know I'm right about this. My white liberal friends over there in Fondren and Bellhaven, I know we don't agree on a lot, but y'all know I'm right about that. That's why y'all listen to the show. There ain't nobody else to blame this on but the folks in the mirror. They have done a terrible job. And I do blame y'all for a lot of this because y'all have given them your votes. That Fondren and Bellhaven area over there swings enough, swings a big enough stick that y'all could dictate some Jackson elections. And y'all don't. I mean, I, I I was dumbfounded at the amount of people that voted for Chalkway this last time around. I mean, to be a Democrat means to fail forward. Fail upwards. I've never seen nothing like it. The worse they are at their jobs, the more y'all vote for them. It is asinine. There's a word I hadn't said on the radio in a while. Absolutely asinine. Let's take a break real quick. I'll tell you what, let's not. Let's read some text. I got a few minutes. Y'all been blowing the text machine up. The guns and gear text line. Uh, Somebody texts in, says, David L. Archie lives in Madison County also. He couldn't win an election in Madison County, so he ran in Hines. I've heard that too, so we'll say allegedly. Uh, let me see here. Guns and gear text line. All right, Debbie texts in. It says, uh, talking about me getting kicked off uh, Facebook or getting in Facebook jail for sexual exploit- sexually exploiting Hunter Biden. <laughs> the irony. She goes, LOL, seriously? He's a pervert. How can you sexually exploit him? And he goes, Clay, she has to put her address on paperwork when she registers to run for political office. You could check to see if she filed homestead exemption on that piece of property. Yeah, but she, she had voted... She had voted that same year in Madison County, if my memory serves me correct, talking about Angelique Lee. Uh, I've talked about it before on this show. I can't remember all the details, but she had voted in the time period that she wasn't allowed to to run. But Hines County said, hey, you know what? They like you. You won. Whatever. Man, they just keep on. She says, "Uh, that piece of property at the courthouse, and if she lives there, she should file homestead exemption. If not, look under Madison County. Homestead exemption is at, at a property. Okay. Reagan, Clay, I have written to you before. Jackson should be divided into two at minimum. Uh, our, our leaders has proven that since Dank's administration, our leadership has failed the citizens of Jackson. The facts bear this out. Our leaders keep fighting for black representation on the sinking Titanic. Jackson should be divided into, I would say, three. You got, south, you got everything south of I-20. I think that should be a city in and of itself. I think that should be Chalkway land. You have the downtown business district uh, up to Northside Drive, up to Meadowbrook, the CCID. I think that's that's fair right there. And then you have North Jackson, which to me is north of Meadowbrook there. And to all the way to uh, the Pearl River and up that way. <clears throat> I think that's three cities. Uh, I then mean, of course you have West Jackson too, uh, but that's kind of fickle. You, you had to figure that out. <clears throat> but it, you know, I think two, three cities. It, 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 Jackson should not 
any longer be one city at all. Uh, Derek chimed in on my 90s music stuff. Said 90s music, what Motown, 90s music done what Motown music did before. It united a generation of people. When a DJ would play Come On Ride That Train by Quad City DJs, you'd be hard-pressed not to find any person of any ethnicity not joining in. Or the electric slide, it's electric. Absolutely. Let's take a break real quick. We'll read more text when we come back to close out the hour. We're here for three hours this morning. Hour three, I have Allison Noe in with our whole story health hour. Hour two, it's more me doing what I do. We'll be right back live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. And I'm going to read you guys here to close out the first hour. And I've got Kyle Jones in studio with the Phoenix Club of Jackson. And we're going to, top of the hour, man, we're going to be talking about their big event going on this weekend in downtown Jackson. There are, uh, is it the, how many, have you all done of these? 14th, 14th annual Speakeasy Soiree. And I went to one of these a few years ago. They are a blast. So we're going to talk all about that in the second hour. But uh, close out the first hour here. Uh, let's read some text, man. You guys have been blowing it up this morning. Let's see here. Um, Rick text in. It says, uh, or it may not be Rick, but it says, Rick Whitlow, black man, former sports anchor for the APT and WJTV, ran for mayor against Frank Melton twice as an independent. Uh, let's see here. Man, y'all been blowing me up this morning. Let's see here. Hov, Hev from the Res says, this is the most important show you have done on Jackson yet. I was born and raised in North Jackson from the time I was born in 1955 until the early 80s. It was a great place to live. When I got married in 79, I lived on McDowell Road. Seven years later, moved to Rankin County. This is when Jackson plummeted downhill. I do everything I can now to stay out of Jackson. It is lawless hellhole. The mayor wants Jackson to go in this direction. This is the only way he can stay in power. Thank God for the state of Mississippi to try to save what is left of what used to be my home. The mayor is an evil man who needs to be thrown out of his out on his butt. Just hope the Senate has the, the cojones to pass the expansion of the CCID and to hell with the Jackson City Council and the mayor's office. Best show ever, Clay. I agree. Uh, keep it up. You are Jackson's last hope for the word of reason. Well, you know, look, I'm just a guy with a microphone. Kim Wade is our actual last hope when he runs for mayor. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh... Dagwood text in says the mainstream media makes their money from through controversy. So they will keep things stirred. Reagan can Jackson will never turn around until it's current leadership steps up and does what real men are supposed to do with our young black men. If we do not teach them, if we do not guide them, if we do not raise them, if we do not lead them, if we do not show them, then who will good point. Rick says, I think y'all are thinking, let's see, he goes, I think y'all are thinking right. If Jackson hits bottom, it's going to stay there for a long time. With new kids learning bad stuff daily, it would take a citywide revival and reckoning to get it back in shape. Look, I am typically all for someone or something having to hit rock bottom. I know when I was dealing with addiction, I had to hit rock, had to hit rock bottom to know where it was and to realize it was somewhere I did not want to be. Unfortunately, I am one per well, not unfortunately. Fortunately for me, I am just one person. And I can make one decision to turn my life around. A city is not one person. A city is a like Jackson is a couple hundred thousand people that you need to cohesively decide to turn around 
And uh, there's too many people benefiting from the negative and the crime to want to turn it around. And unfortunately, all of those people currently in power are gravely benefiting from these minority set-aside contracts, these crime, all this stuff. This is it's just nonsense going on here. And again, I mean, this will be my hill to die on. People are like, well, you don't even live here no more. I don't care. I lived here for 43 years. My family still lives here. I got more skin in the game than most of y'all will ever have in Jackson. Owned a business right downtown on Capitol Street for 10-plus years. My family owned a business on Lynch Street for 40-plus years. Again, I got more skin in the game than most of you will ever have. So I will never quit talking about it. I get up here. <clears throat> imagine going and trying to get a job somewhere after doing this show for the last two years and running the Save Jackson page, speaking the truth, doing what I do. I've given up more to speak the truth than most of y'all will your entire lives. I've done that, done, done more of that in the last two years than most of you will do in your entire lives. So, yeah, I got, I got skin in the game, and I'm never going to quit talking about it. We always promote the good, too, like just what we're fixing to do here in this next segment. When there's something good to be promoted, we jump on that train. We'll help out. We'll bring, we'll bring light to it. You know, we had the mothers of murdered sons in here a couple weeks ago whose sons got killed in Jackson. You know, we, we do what we need to do, but we're going to speak the truth, too. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. Stay tuned. Top of the next hour. Kyle Jones, Phoenix Club of Jackson. We'll be right back. Breaking rules. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live here in the Mac Hike of Flowwood Studios. And we are live on 103.9 FM, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com and on the TuneIn app at WYAB. If you're listening to this on the podcast later today, hit that share button. Go ahead and subscribe, too. A lot of work goes into that. We watched it grow from nothing to one of the most downloaded podcasts in the state of Mississippi. And uh, from the best I can tell, the most downloaded non-sports-related podcast based out of the state of Mississippi. So uh, good stuff there. Thank you all for that. But hit that subscribe button. And share this content with a friend. Turn a friend on to this show. If you're streaming at WYAB.com on your phone, hit open that uh, server up. Hit that little share button. Send it to a friend. Say, man, I can't believe what Clay just said. Whether you like it or hate it, get somebody mad today. I love being the reason people get mad. I'm about to make some people mad. Let's start with Jeff Good. Jeff Good says it's a sad day for democracy. And with that, I lose my respect for Jeff Good. Oh, let's see here. This is on Kingfish's website over at jacksonjambalaya.com. Jeff is, uh, is not a fan of HB 1020. He is not a fan of saving Jackson. He is a fan of continuing to let these buffoons do what they do. Now, he can shade it all over here in the, in the cloak of it's a sad day for democracy. Anytime I hear somebody say about a sad day for democracy now, I automatically know that they're a Democrat. Automatically. No, they're a Democrat. So it says a sad day for Jackson and representative democracy. I am very worried about House Bill 1020 passing. More so, I am saddened by the rhetoric and the narrative it has spawned. So much overreach, so scary, and no one that I know of in the Jackson business community was asked or engaged or consulted. I don't know of any Jacksonian who doesn't want more public safety and better judicial outcomes. Simply put, our entire criminal justice and civil court systems are overwhelmed as our police departments and other public safety, as well as other, our police department and other, other public safety systems. 
Well, if the, if the Jackson and Hines County judges would stop the catch and release program, they wouldn't be so overwhelmed with those same people coming back in as repeat offenders. That'd be one way to to uh, unclog the system. All right, back to Jeff. Says we have a large county, Hines, which is the seat of state government and the seat of the largest city, Jackson. And there is a yearly landslide of legal proceedings that have nothing to do with local crime that stack up is a yearly, let's see, blah, blah, blah. Nothing to do with local crime that stack up and back up the dockets. This on top of the usual criminal cases and civil proceedings. There is no question we need more judges, elected judges in capital letters. So let's get more judges, but let's do it the right way and the fast way. It's easy. Pass a bill, provide for more judges, probably four more, and pass the funding to support the entire ecosystem needed to support those additional judicial seats. Phone lines have blown up here. Uh, those, are, Let's see here. It's easy. Pass a bill to provide more judges, probably four or more, and pass the funding to support the entire ecosystem needed to support those additional judicial seats. That means resources for the courts themselves, but also more prosecutors for the district attorney's office and more public defenders and PD's office. No. No, because the problem is they've been getting it their way. They've been electing their judges, and it's ruined the city. It's time for the adults to get back in the room and save Jackson. And that's what they're going to do. Let's take a call. Hey, caller, you're on there. You know, I'm listening. I'm, I've been listening to this, uh, this rant you've been on, and there's not one ounce of truth to any statements that you've just been uh, putting on that way. This is not about the judicial system. This is not about any of that. This is about a bunch of people who don't live in Jackson, who thought Jackson was going to flop, who decided years ago to take over the airport, who decided uh, in the recess of the mind when, when they refused to fund the water department uh, with, with uh, flour that came from the federal government, gave it to Madison, Ridgeland, Flowood, and Pearl, with no strings attached, they decided that if they were do anything for Jackson, it would be a loan, it was a grant to Madison. This is about a racist state legislature that's completely has decided that they need to have power over black folk. This is 83% black county, Hines County. This is about taking over the whole police department. This is about taking over the judicial system, the water department. They didn't care nothing about the water department last year. And all of a sudden, when the federal government threw, thank God for Joe Biden, who allocated over $600 million to completely redo our water system, to upgrade it, do all the things that don't believe necessary, they heard about the $600 million. Now they want to take over the water department. Now they want to take over the 1% that, that has repaired a lot of roads in the city of Jackson. Now, well, how would Madison feel? I've had all I could take of that. Um, they're they're not taking over anything. They're saving them from themselves. They're just saying the 1% has to go to water and sewer. That's what they're saying. They're not taking control of the money. They're saying it has to go to water and sewer, which they have not been spending. Jackson can't even collect its own water bills over their own stupidity. That's why the state had to step in. The city didn't have running water. It's why the city, it's why the state had to step in. Hey, caller, you're on there. I don't know why it does that. Let's try this. Message hey, number, please. I need to talk with you. Hey, start over. Can you give me your text 
message. I need to uh, talk with you personally. 769. Hold on. 769. 241. Okay. 1944. You said what now? 769. Okay. 241. Okay. 1944. 1944. 1944. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll talk with you when you get off the air. Thank you. Let's try this again. Hey, call you on there. Hello? Hello? I don't know why I called and not say anything. Anyway. Jackson is failing. It is a failed city. It's like a failed state. Jackson is failing. Extreme measures are required to fix Jackson. To salvage what's left. It is the state capital. That is why the state is getting involved. It's supposed to be too big to fail. Let's take a call here. Call you on there. Well, good morning. This is Darrell D. Harper, Master D. Uh, running for the fifth district supervisor. But what's about to happen is we're, they're throwing numbers out there that's like 600, 800. That's not true. The total amount of dollars people that were sent to Jackson $1.6 billion, with additional amount subtracted from the $3.7 billion that was sent through the federal government. Now, what's about to happen, good old boys, is you better very well understand there's some, some Justice Department investigation, and they fixed to start locking some people up because enough is enough. It's a, it is a money grab because we could have fixed this long time ago. And uh, I'm almost 60 years old. People can remember the inner city crime bill with all over again. Crime, crime, crime. I'm a law student back in the day. Crime is based on economics, people. It ain't based on number economics when you take away. And, yes, I were part of that little uh, clique when Leland Speed them was first forming this district. And I said, that's kind of crazy because you're taking money from the taxpayer. It, it, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't got time for all this woo-wah-wah-wah. Crime has always been here for 40 years. They doing the same thing they were when crack cocaine hit our streets. And it's just a bunch of money grab and all this blah, blah, blah. It is crime, crime. We don't have no crime problem. We have a sin problem. All right, thanks, Master D. I got to take a break. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. Come back. I'm going to land the plane for the day. Breaking rules when necessary. That's what we're doing right now. We'll be right back. Maybe that's what we do around here, live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We've got about two minutes left here before we close out the show for the day. And I got tagged in something on Twitter here uh, by a guy named Corey. And um, <clears throat> he's arguing. He's going back and forth with uh, Jack, the venerable kamikaze, uh, Brad Franklin, down there in Jackson, about how the CCID is racist. And I, I, this is my hill to die on. I'm just going to let you know. You will not change my mind on this. The judges should be appointed. Because Hines County cannot appear to come up with any reputable good ones that seem to care about anything they've done a terrible job there may be a good one scattered in there i mean i don't know but generally speaking the catch and release program is wide open in jackson so no i have no faith in the citizens of jackson the citizens of hines county to do something right have you seen the board of supervisors have you seen the mayor of jackson have you seen the jackson city council Come on, man. 
They've proven they can't, they can't do it right. One bad decision after another. One bad decision after another. Kamikaze crying about the CCID is racist. They're just trying to protect the white people. The, the area that the white people live in that they're adding is still the minority. They're still the minority. It's still 55% black. It's just a nice, it's a nice area. It's where the business is. It's like, oh, the whole CCID, look, sure is funny how that's where the, the white people live. It's where the business is left. It's where the business, it's where the hospitals are. It's where the businesses are. It's where the million-dollar homes are. Why wouldn't you want to protect your greatest asset? It don't make sense to me. It'll never make sense to me. Never make sense to me. I don't care who I make mad. You put your you put your opinion out there in the public realm. You put it out there for to be criticized and applauded. I won't apologize for it. If uh, Jeff don't like it, he's welcome to come on the show and defend it. We can respectfully have a conversation. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Jim Thorne up next. Podcast available here shortly. See you. Thanks for listening to the Realist Show on Radio, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. The free-range human show of choice here in central Mississippi. We are live on 103.9 FM here in central Mississippi. We're streaming worldwide at WYAB.com as well as on the TuneIn app. Just search WYAB. People ask me, Clay, why don't you have an app? Man, you can make it an app. Go to WYAB.com, hit the Listen Live button, save it to your home screen, to your favorites, however you do it, whatever phone you have, and bam, you'll hit that button, and you can listen to WYAB all day long. From Stephen Yatroska at 6 a.m. to Kim Wade, closing it out from 4 to 6, and myself and Jim Thorne and Jameson Haygood and all the other ones here in between throughout the day. So, can't go wrong with the WYAB.com. All right. If you want to follow me on social media, at SaveJXN on Twitter. has been a very popular spot here lately. At SaveJXN on Facebook. However, I really don't respond to messages there and or read the comments, but it's entertaining nonetheless. Also, I'm on Instagram, at SaveJXN. And of course, you can follow me on YouTube and Rumble and all these other places as well. Just search at Save JXN. That is Save Jackson. And yes, I know, Jackson can't be saved. But I'm like that warning label on the blow dryer that says, don't use this in the bathtub. I'm trying to save you from Jackson, not save Jackson from you. Hey, real quick, man. I'm live in the Mack hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram studio shout out speaking of mac hike they're a big sponsor of the dixie national rodeo and uh i got to go to the dixie national last night <clears throat> and just partake in it got to see the laney wilson concert my daughters were going you know i kind of whenever they going to big events i kind of like to be down there to just in case something happens you got a couple 20 year olds stuff happens <laughs> trust me stuff happens you, you, sometimes you just want to be in the vicinity in case they need you. Didn't happen last night, thankfully. But uh, shout out to my buddy Poncho over at the Capitol Police. He uh he hooked your boy up with a ride back with a police 
escort back to my vehicle last night. I'm being a little facetious, but he did give me a ride back to the uh, to our car last night. And let me tell you, man, everybody was fighting. I mean, they're figuratively fighting to get out of there. And everybody tried to hit the one exit on High Street. Hey, a little cheat code here for you if we're going down to the Dixie Nationals. We were the only car that slid out the side exit onto Graymont and jumped right on uh, the uh, 55. Boom. Literally. We would have been two hours trying to get out of that parking lot had we gone back the way everybody else was trying to go. We just went straight out the side. And <laughs> no, I mean, the gate was wide open. There was a police car at it working the gate, but wide open on, on the Graymont side. So just a little food for thought. Uh, shout out to my boy Sean McDaniels. Uh, I know he's listening this morning. Uh, Capitol Police ran into him and his wife, Beth, last night there at the event, too. Always good seeing them. Ran into Bo Lucky. The chief of the Capitol Police, as well as all my other buddies over there, man. I get to name a name, and I forget names, so I'm going to stop there as far as all my Capitol Police folks go. But uh, it's always great, man. They they appreciate what we do here, being a cheerleader for them. And, hey, it is what it is, man. My whole platform is about saving Jackson or mocking and ridiculing the PP-poor leadership in Jackson anyway. And what they're doing is literally – Democrats love to say the word literally. That's why I do it like that. They're like, literally Hitler. Trump is literally Hitler. Well, they're literally saving Jackson. So we absolutely going to stand shoulder to shoulder with them and support them. Every last one of them. Even when they're wrong, they're right. Until proven otherwise. As far as I'm concerned. They can do all the little marching and protesting and you know, woe is me nonsense they want to do every time one of them had to F around and find out and get a cat peeled. I just don't care. I have no sympathy for the devil. No sympathy for the devil. And uh, Jackson is overtaken by the devil. An evil spirit is cast over Jackson. I think I heard Mr. Kim Wade say something to that extent one time. So... I will uh I will ride with that. Hey, real quick, man, a little off subject. And there's gonna be a great story I'll get to tell y'all one day. I, it, now ain't the time. But I want to say this. <clears throat> one year ago, almost to the day, me and my buddy Mason were riding down to the Dixie National. First time I've been to it in twenty years. And it was a really, really low point in my personal life. Again, I, I, I'm not going to drag anybody else through the mud. It was just really, really bad. If y'all listen to this show, you can kind of put the puzzle together a little bit. Mason drug me out of the house. Like, man, we're going to go down to the rodeo and have a good time. And we did. It was a blast. It was a good time. I needed to get out of the house. I needed to go do something social. I was riding back down there last night. And I just had, I, I passed by Bass Pro Shops. And I remember having a conversation with my daughter on the phone at that same spot last year on my way to the rodeo, almost one year to the day, like two or three days off. I think it was February 19th. How I remember that, I don't know, but neither here nor there. Right at a year to the day. And I just had this epiphany last night. And I talk about this a lot on the show about, man, if you'll just give it one year, no matter how bad your situation is, no matter how low you are, no matter how depressed you are, no matter how backed in a corner you are, no matter how much the odds are stacked against you, if you'll just if you'll come out swinging, you can't you can't lay there and be a little and be a little cuck. 
you got you got to come out swinging. Can't be no punk. This goes for men and women. You can't be no punk. I mean, you got to. What I I heard a saying one time is like, if you fall down, fall down on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. Get up. And just grind every day. Do something every day to get a little bit better, to work a little harder. Put in the work. And I'm not just talking about working out. I'm just talking about life. <clears throat> you know, get, get up and go to work. Have some purpose. You know, just try try to be a little bit better every day. If you'll do that for one year, right, right down today, right now, right down February 16th, 2023 on something, a post-it note, stick it on your refrigerator. Whatever, wherever you won't forget it. Tell Siri, Siri, one year from today, remind me how bad my life was. Maybe that's a good idea there. And if you'll put in the work in one year, you'll be like, holy crap. That's what happened to me last night. I was going back by, and it's always just something that triggers a memory. We passed the Bass Pro, and I I just looked, and I just smiled, man. Told my friend that was with me the whole story. And it was just cool, man. It's like, I would have never imagined that one year ago today versus, or I would have never imagined that one year from last year to yesterday, that I'd be doing what I was doing. And uh, getting to hang out with people I was hanging out with and all that. So, again, just grind. Put in the work. It's always going to get better. But you got to put in the work. You know, Anson Walker is going to be in here in a minute. We're going to talk about <clears throat> being a winner. And it's so fun. He texted me the the topic of the conversation this morning, and it was about being a winner. And that was exactly what I was going to kind of nudge him towards because um, I heard something on a podcast on the way in this morning. A fella said, you know, that when, the, when Germany was attacking the British, the, the Brits, the UK, you know, England and all that, and all the odds were stacked against them. They could have just quit. But they came out swinging. They reorganized. They assessed. And they won. And that's what you have to do sometimes. When all the odds are against you, you got to assess, come up with a plan, get organized, and attack. And that ain't just, you know, that ain't just against other people. That's against the odds in your life. So... I know I'm rambling a little bit, but I'm fired up about it, man. I'm fired up about it. Uh, Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. So, hey, last night, oh, yeah, let me wrap this up about the Dixie Nationals real quick. Go. It is, I'm telling you, it is safe. If you're worried about going to Jackson, fear not. Now, I wouldn't I wouldn't stop at a Jackson gas station. That's taking life into your own hands. But once you get on that fairgrounds, or really once you get on High Street, honestly, with what's going on, but especially once you get I will co-sign once you get in the uh, on the fairgrounds. Capitol Police got it wrapped up. Wrapped up, put a bow on it. Ain't no shenanigans popping off. Now, I mean, you can't control the occasional idiot that might smash a window, something like that. That's just life in the big city. But you're going to be safe down there. They ain't playing around. They got it covered. I've, I ain't never felt so safe in my life. I'm going to tell you what. 
people know that I just don't do the St. Patty's Day Parade. It's too much chaos for me. Too many people, you know, I spend all year trying to avoid people. And you always run into them at the fair or the St. Patty's Day Parade. And I don't mean like trying to avoid people because I'm scared they're going to hit me upside the head or nothing. There's just always the people you don't want to see. Anyway, after what I saw at the Dixie Nationals with the Capitol Police and all the other law enforcement agencies down there that are working together, I, uh, you might could talk me into going to the St. Patty's Day Parade this year. You, you might could talk me into it because that's in the CCID. You, you, ju- you might could talk me into it. I ain't saying I will. I'm just saying if I don't, it won't be because I wouldn't feel safe. They, I'm telling you, the Capitol Police ain't playing no games. Well, we got two hours of rock and roll this morning for you. Anson Walker will be in here in a minute. We're going to hit our weekly Walker Lifestyle segment to the top of the hour. It's going to be about winning, what it takes to be a winner. And I love that kind of stuff. I'm rolling on about four hours sleep. But hey, I'm here, right? Second hour, we're going to talk about the Francis Fortner trial. may not remember Francis Fortner by name. Francis Fortner was the young high school senior, Northeast Jackson resident. Had just left graduation practice at uh, JA, I believe. Either JA or prep. Don't uh, hold me to that. Hit that pothole on Ridge. Not pothole, I'm sorry. Hit that open manhole on Ridgewood Road. Her little car flipped and she uh, succumbed to her injury. She, she passed away there from, her, from the car accident. The trial started yesterday here in Jackson. And... Some stuff is going to come out, but we're going to talk about some stuff, too. Anyway, I want to get into that. And, uh, hey, the standard life building is for sale in downtown Jackson. Paint me shocked. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be back live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios after this break on 103.9 WYAB. Live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios discussing good fun stuff this morning, like the 10 stages of genocide. You know, good family fun. But I hope you got your kids in the car this morning. I hope they're hearing this. And they're waking up a little earlier than I did. You know, don't wait till your 40s to wake up and realize what they're trying to do to you. Wake up now and start fighting the fight. Whereas my buddy Jameson Haygood would say, fight the good fight. Man, y'all make sure you're listening to Jameson here on 103.9 WYAB. He is on the airwaves from 10 a.m. to noon. Two hours every Monday through Friday. Uh, Jameson used to being the two to four slot, but uh, schedules and lives change and things change. And uh, he is now doing 10 to noon. So right there during the lunchtime drive, Jameson Haygood bringing the good fight to the airwaves here at 103.9 WYAB. Hey, real quick, the segment brought to you by Stonington Farm Beef. Hey, look, a lot of y'all got your beef over the weekend. Uh, you've been sending me pictures and messages you know, I got some I got some ribeyes, some sirloin, and some ground beef last time I got some. 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, no hormones, just really great locally sourced beef. And I've, like I said, I've been on this ground beef kick in my meals this last week. I made some tacos last night. Well, actually, well, yeah, night four last. I made them, but I didn't eat any till last night. And man, were they good. <clears throat> I mean, so good. Especially after you make tacos and you let it sit up overnight. It's one of the things that once the flavors all set in, it's better the next day. That ground, and I made some dirty rice last week. 
Oh my gosh, it was so good. And that beef, that ground beef is phenomenal. And of course, the ribeyes are great. I, I heck, I, I got a picture of it. I hadn't even posted it yet, but I cooked a ribeye in the air fryer the other night. And I'd been hesitant about cooking the, the Stonington Farm ribeyes in the air fryer. I'm like, man, I'll just use those cheaper ones for that when I'm in a hurry. But I went on and did it anyway. No regrets. No regrets at all. It was phenomenal. So look, check them out. Stonington Farm Beef. They're up here in the Jackson area a couple times a month. They meet uh, in Ridgeland and in Brandon. Get your order in. Customize your order. I keep saying this because it's important. A lot of these uh, beef farms will make you buy package A, package B, package C. May have a bunch of stuff in there you don't want, have no need for. Not at Stonington Farm. Customize your order exactly the way you want it. Check out stoningtonfarmbeef.com. You'll give you'll give Miss Katie Stonington a call. She'll customize your order, and they'll be up here with it. Uh, like I said, it's it's one to two times a month. So plan on getting enough to last you. And I will be getting a group together because a lot of us can't get away to meet them when they come up. So I think we're going to designate one person to pick up all our orders. And uh, it may be me. It may be somebody else, whatever. So um, go join my go join my Facebook group, my <clears throat> my barbecue Facebook group, Third Coast Grillers, and that's third with a three. We don't spell it out. Third Coast Grillers, send a, send, a, send an invitation. I'll approve you, or one of us will approve you, and I, that's where we'll we'll handle the meeting up in that group and getting organized and everything. All right, <clears throat> again, thank you, Sonnington Farm Beef. Let's read some of y'all's text real quick. Uh, Thomas, of all folks, is very interested in the genocide thing. He says, uh, I sent him the link. He says, wow, sounds very familiar. I know what direction he's going with this, but let's read it anyway. He said, because you Euros stepped all over the American discrimination stage, and that was very racist of you. That is what American black people have been going through since slavery. Genocide at the hands of American whites continually. Nobody is discriminating against the white men. White men run America. Yeah, but see, we don't count Joe Biden as being a white man because Joe Biden said you're not black if you don't vote for him. So, eh, I don't know. But uh, I think the black folks have done a really good job of genociding themselves, especially in Jackson, Mississippi. You know, had we not took abortion away from y'all, you'd be genociding your youth, your babies. Y'all were genociding them. Watch, now that we've taken abortion away, Y'all will y'all will grow from being thirteen percent of the population to fourteen to fifteen to sixteen to seventeen, so on and so forth. You know, now that we're not going to allow you to commit genocide, that's what we're trying to do with HB ten twenty is to prevent the genocide of black folks in these Democrat led cities like Jackson, or well, Jackson in particular here, because that's what y'all are doing is committing genocide on one another. Heck, yesterday I posted a thing on the Save Jackson page and said, wow, Jackson is only at uh, 14 homicides. This is good for Jackson. For two whole months into the year almost, that that's solid. That's less than uh, seven a month right now. Now, granted, there's still nine more days left in the month. But uh, let's see here, man. I got a video I want to play. I'm kind of pulling it up here. Y'all bear with me. But then again, no sooner than I said that yesterday, I get a text from one of my boys, one of my one of the hashtag jump out boys at Capitol Police. I said, "Ma'am, there's a shootout going on right now at some Jackson apartments. Active shooter." 
And I'm like, you got to be kidding. No, I'm not really. I didn't say you got to be kidding. I was not the least bit surprised that there was an active shooter somewhere in Jackson. But uh, sure enough, I just checked the uh, death toll, the murder tracker there on WLBT, and they're sitting at 15 homicides. Let's listen to this video. Members of the Mississippi State Conference, NAACP. Is- Hold on, let me tell you what, what I got tuned up here. The NAACP, you know what I think about them. No, they're different than the ACLU or the Southern Poverty Law Center. <clears throat> Domestic terrorists, as far as I'm concerned. They're sitting down here at the Capitol, reading and crying about HB 1020. So this is on WLBT. As well as several state lawmakers gather on the front steps of the Capitol today. Their goal, to bring attention to more pieces of legislation they believe need reconsideration. Three Intersides Joseph Doring gives us the breakdown. We have to work together to address these attacks on our people. As we- I'm going to stop and do some narrating here. She says we got to address these things that are attack on our people. What about the attack on your people from within? We see these bills. House Bill 1020, Senate Bill 2889, and the countless others. These bills are weapons. Attacks, weapons, few of many words said by leaders and members of the Mississippi State NAACP today to describe their feelings towards some of the state's latest legislation. Several leaders, like Reverend Dr. Robert James, took to the podium to share their feelings. Once again, Mississippi is at the threshold of repeating his past mistake of being consumed by racism, greed, and the power to suppress the blacks in the city of Jackson. Nearly every speaker discussed how they would rather see state leaders push for positive change in specific areas of the city rather than dividing its citizens further. Every time the legislature comes out with all of these assaults against the city of Jackson, the blackest city in the... And the deadliest and the highest crime. State of Mississippi that is violence against our people. The violence against your people is coming from your people. Come on, man. I know somebody will call me a racist for pointing this out because you can't. The word racist and realist have gotten mixed up somehow or another because somehow telling the truth is racist. But you know what? Here on the Clay Edwards Show, we don't care what you call us as long as you don't call us collect. These people are crazy as hell. Members of the NCS NAACP are simply calling for state lawmakers to do the right thing. All that we're asking you guys to do is do the right thing. We are your future. I want y'all to listen to this. I want y'all to listen to this because are your future. And what you do now dictates what happens later. So what he's saying is what you do now, when we get control, we're going to punish y'all. Let's listen to that one more again, as uh, 95 South would say. And what you do now dictates what happens later. More than one more time. And what you do now dictates what happens later. More than 100 people attended, but the voices made it sound like thousands. It does not sound like thousands. WLBT adding a little sauce to that. Reporting from the steps of the Capitol. Sounds about like 50 angry Democrats. Now, if they were inside the bar at Chili's, yes, it would sound like thousands. Come on, man. Now, I got another video tuned up here that I want to play. And this is about the Jackson lawmakers who oppose 1020. Shocker, they have no plan of their own. 
except we want more money. We're going to play that on the other side of the break here. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. If calling out the NAACP and the blackest city in America ain't breaking rules when necessary, I don't know what is. But that's what I do here. I break rules. All right. This segment going to be brought to you by Guns and Gear, which I after after this after today's show, I mean may need to run out there and get me a little bit more guns and a little bit more gear. I'm gonna be out that way, so I might as well. So look, check it out, man. Guns and Gear located right there, Highway 51 in Gluckstadt, home of No Limit Ammo. That's right. It's become such a thing that they've even added it to their sign, home of No Limit Ammo. Look, they're way more than just a gun store. Of course, they got all your favorite guns. They got unlimited ammo, as well as they do gunsmithing and seracoding. You know, if you're like me, hadn't shot your guns in a while, you might want to go out there and get it checked out, get it cleaned up good, get them to go through it, do a good safety check on it, and uh, be good to go. Shop them online, 24-7-365 at gunsandgearms.com. It's spelled just like Guns and Roses, except you replace roses with gear. Guns in gear. Speaking of Guns and Roses, how about that breaking news yesterday? GNR coming back to Mississippi. Now, I have tried to compartmentalize my hatred for a lot of these Democrats and bands that spew their anti-Trump hate and just be able to go enjoy music that I grew up on. And I know Axl Rose is a flaming libtard, and uh, that's fine. If he keep his opinions to himself for one night, Clay will keep his opinions to himself for one night. I got to go see Guns N' Roses in Biloxi in 1991. Me and my buddy Greg Clark, my mom took us down there. This is before the casinos were on the coast. And uh, she was in the food business, so she worked. one of her accounts was this, was a Broadwater Inn down there. Biloxi Broadwater, I think that's what it was called, Broadwater. And they had a limousine. So they sent us to the concert in a limo. Imagine I was 14 years old in 1991. God, I'm old. I was 14 in 1991. And my buddy Greg, same age. We're riding up. We pulled into the entrance of the Coliseum there. And all these groupies and guys, which that seems weird saying that now, were banging on the windows of this white Cadillac limo. They thought we were the band. It was at that moment that I knew I wanted to be famous. I'm like, is this what it's like? There were boobies up on the glass, everything. I'd never seen boobies before. I don't even know if I can say that on the radio. I probably shouldn't. But it was at that moment that Clay knew that he wasn't gay. That's it. It was at that moment right there. Guns N' Roses, 1991, Biloxi, Mississippi. We're inside the Coliseum. Soundgarden opened that show. It was on the Use Your Illusion Tour. Guns N' Roses broke up not too long after that. So I got to see Soundgarden. At the peak of their uh, celebrity, opening up for Guns N' Roses. That was awesome. On the Bad Motor Finger album, I think is what it was called. And then, of course, the GNR. But one of the things I remember most about that show is, you know, they had the two big video screens up on the top of each stage, on the, above the left and right of each, uh, each side of the stage. Some girl flashed. I keep going back to boobies. Some girl flashed the, the band, and the camera guy caught it on the on the video screens and funny thing 
I don't know how I knew this or how I found out about this, but the ABC took took the Coliseum's liquor license, suspended it for like a month or two for public nudity because some girl flashed her boobies and it got caught on camera at the Coliseum. So funny story there. At least that's what I heard. I could be wrong on the details, but I swear I've heard that. And I do definitely remember seeing As a 14-year-old boy, you don't forget seeing things like that ever. So good stuff there. So it'll be cool to get to go back to the coast, back to Biloxi, and see Guns N' Roses probably for the last time uh, at the same Coliseum that I saw them at last time. Because it's the only Coliseum they're playing on the whole thing. The rest of it's all football stadiums. So that's pretty cool that the one arena show is in Mississippi. You know, it's funny saying get to see Guns N' Roses in a small venue. But I don't know if you've ever been to like a big outdoor festival stadium type show. They ain't the best shows to go to. You're there with 100,000 other people and you're just watching it on TV. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's fun to be in the environment, but. It's going to be way more fun in the Coliseum where they really ain't a bad seat in the house. So looking forward to that. Guns N' Roses, I think it's September 20th or 28th or something. You know, you can go find out on your own. But uh, Guns N' Roses coming to Biloxi. Tickets going to sell Friday, March 3rd. If you buy any, buy me two extra. I'll get back. I'll get, I'll get it back to you. Let me hold a two ticket. Hold a couple tickets. All right. Let's see. Uh, Eric asked on the Guns of Gear text line, uh, didn't a girl fall and die at that concert? I don't think so. I, I, I don't think anybody died at that concert, but maybe so. Um, Guns of Gear text line, Broadwater Beach Hotel. That was it. That was it. So, all right. Let's go to this video here, and I'm going to get to all y'all's text. This is the Jackson, the, the Jackson delegation down at the Capitol. Uh, Crying and complaining about HB 1020. Meanwhile, they have no uh, no plan of their own. Paint me shocked. It expands the Capitol Complex Improvement District and appoints two judges to hear cases. Now, we've shared the opposition with you. Now, we're asking if there's an alternative proposal. Three New Sides, Courtney Ann Jackson is here with what she's learned. Courtney Ann? Well, Howard, the House debated this bill for hours, as many of you might remember, and there's no guarantee that it will clear the two Senate committees that it's now pending in. But we wanted to go straight to those who oppose it to ask what their ideas are. You don't like the idea that we've put forward? Well, give me your ideas. I spoke with seven members of the Jackson delegation and found that they don't have a singular plan to replace 1020. Instead, several members don't think there's a need to reinvent the will. They just want the system that exists to get more funding. We need to support the Jackson Police Department. We need to support our judges who are elected here in Hines County with additional help. We need to support our district attorney, Jody Owens, who's... <laughs> All right, this is David Blunt. I'm going to back it up just a little bit. This is your white liberal health. We need to support our district attorney, Jody Owens, who's doing a great job. Uh, that's what we need to be doing. Jody Owens doing a great job. We need a fun JPD. I'm just going to save my rant to the end of this. I'm going to save my rant to the end of this. Playing prevent defense right now, it's hard to ask for resources 
when you're fighting for your life. A search of the bills doesn't turn up bills that have been filed to specifically address those funding requests. Bills that have been filed range from funding for the city to buy advanced crime reduction technology, more video cameras connected to the real-time crime center, and construction of a misdemeanor offenses detention center. Representative Zakia Summers. All of their pieces of legislation that they have introduced this year um, that I thought would help to tackle the crime issue. She says that goes beyond law and order type bills. Can't just be law enforcement focused. We know law enforcement is an important piece to the puzzle, but we cannot police or patrol our way out of crime in the city of Jackson. She referenced bills designed to target root causes like poverty. Some of her colleagues echo that. I, I see you fight crime with jobs. Right, now I like to keep their stamps. And he ain't wrong The Jackson needs jobs, but Jackson don't want jobs. In the economy. And that's what we fight for. It's not a specific bill. It's about the culture of disinvestment that causes the crime to happen in the first place. This is the culture they created. This is the culture they created in Jackson. You could give them a billion dollars for JPD, but as long as they're arresting and prosecuting and firing any JPD officer, hashtag support Anthony Fox, as long as they're prosecuting JPD officers that do their damn jobs or fire them anytime some crack kid comes up dead in their in their possession. They're not going to fight. They don't want to fight crime. They love crime. Criminals are their vote voting base. The fighting Chakwe Antor Lumumbas. Claiming everything is race because you don't agree with the exact merits of the proposal that's put forward is not helping the situation. You know, come forward with real ideas. Let's focus on the facts. Uh, and let's make Jackson a better capital city for all Mississippians. Now, members of the delegation tell me that they're still hopeful that some of those funding requests can be incorporated into the budgeting process as it moves forward. Meanwhile, Chair Chairman Trey Lamar, who you saw there, says he's still open to debating the details of the bill and whether there are other ways to address Jackson's crime. Courtney Ann Jackson. So they go back to we need bills for root causes. That means things that we done screwed up. All the fathers out of the homes. Poverty. Welfare. They ain't our responsibility. Quit having sex if you don't want to be broke. Quit having babies with men you don't plan on being with. I know that that is a hard, hard pill to swallow. But sometimes you got to look in the mirror and take some take stock in what have you done? to create your problems we're tired of it you know kim wade talks about it a lot we've been doing it y'all's way this uh post civil rights era we've been doing it y'all's way for 40 plus years it ain't working it ain't working every time y'all scream racism they throw some money at y'all and nothing gets done the adults are back in the room we're coming to take control of jackson Race be damned. The adults are back in the room. Shout out to Trey Lamar. Shout out to Nick Bain. These guys who are, they ain't even from Jackson. They're putting these bills forth to try to hashtag save Jackson. Y'all don't want it. Y'all don't want it. Like, no, we just need some money. I mean, the fact he said Jody Owens was doing a good job, I almost fell out of my chair. If there had been a witness in this room, they would back it up. I almost fell out of my chair when David Blunt said, we need to support Jody Owens, who's doing a good job. 
can somebody tell me uh, one particular shining moment that George Soros funded Jody Owens has done a good job on? He's running the same Jody Owens that allegedly pulled a gun on a guy down at Fourth Avenue a few months ago because of some love triangle nonsense, allegedly. That DA, that DA is doing a good job. Come on, man. Come on, man. Let's read some of y'all's text real quick here on the Guns and Gear text line. One of my buddies down at the Capitol Police says, the real-time camera center is a joke. They need to fix the ones they have and man the center better. Don't mention me, but they need to fix it before adding more. <laughs> I didn't say your name, buddy. I didn't say your name. Let's see here. Uh, kind of going back to my conversation earlier about waking your kids up earlier, getting them plugged in, getting them involved. Not like waking them up out of bed early, but waking them up from their slumber of nothing going on in the world. Taking their innocence from them, I guess, a little early. Because when, when the war pops off, you're going to have 10-year-olds out there with guns killing bad guys. So might as well get them trained early. Uh, unknown Texture says, So I've been trying to wake my kids up for a while now. Don't want to leave them hanging like my parents did. But that's a good question. When is it an okay age to start waking them up? Uh, today. Today. I'd age be damned. Start waking them up today. Sit them down. Let them know that Democrats are bad people. So are Republicans. So are Republicans. There's a lot of bad people out there, and they don't have any good for us. If they're in control of us on either side of the aisle, they, that's exactly what they want to be, in control of us. It's time to fight back. It's time to fight back. Let them know. Uh, Teddy, yes, I am taking calls today. 601-879-0002. Let me read some more text here. Rise and repeat, no money. Rise and repeat, mo money, mo money, mo money. Yep, that is all they want. Anonymous says, how can you do better when you go from D.A. Robert Shuler Smith, crook, two terms, to Jody Owens, crook. You can't. Can't, man. Can't do better. Let's take a break here real quick. Uh, Teddy, if you want to call in, call in now, and I'll, uh, I'll come to you as soon as we get back from this break on 103.9 WYAB. So I teased a video, some information here about my old partner in crime, a different kind of crime, uh, an old Napoleon Edwards, a cipher voice, Polo. We used to be buddies. Until he turned on me. And uh, then he went and killed a guy, allegedly. Um, it looks like his trial is being pushed back to August. Let's, uh, let's play this report from WLBT. You know, people are like, man, why do you always talk about him? Well, you know, he didn't have a problem keeping my name out of his mouth. So I'm going to repay the favor. And we're going uh, to keep his name in y'all's ears. And Polo Edwards, originally scheduled for next month, will be moved back. That's what Hines County Circuit Judge Faye Peterson says. Peterson made the decision after Edwards' lawyer said he still does not have all the evidence he requested from the district attorney's office. Edwards is charged with first-degree murder for killing Robert Davis in May of last year, and he pleaded not guilty. Davis was shot multiple times at the home of a woman both men knew, and testimony would later reveal 
she may have had a relationship with both men. When we asked whether that woman, Shadow Robinson, could have played a role in the shooting, defense attorney Thomas Fortner had this to say. I don't know um, the answer to that, but I, I, all of that, whatever there is there, is, is going to come out during the course of the trial. My client um, says he's not guilty and we're going to try the case and let a jury decide one way or the other. Well, before his arrest, Edwards had built a following on social media, sharing rumor and innuendo about elected officials through his Facebook page, The Cypher Voice. That page is still updated weekly, even though its host remains in jail. All right, so, you know, I tell the story. I, I still, I have to give credit where credit's due, even though we had a falling out and I don't care for him and definitely don't co-sign on uh, going out and killing folks, especially over some of that uh some of that lady stuff you know don't we getting hemmed up killing nobody over a girl there's more girls out there but neither here nor there you know he did uh he did give me my first shot of doing radio i went co-host i went and hosted his show one day uh, when he couldn't do it and got it got bit by the radio bug and then uh thanks to uh, mr kim wade over here at wyab for uh turning me on and uh getting me getting me plugged in here so but I still I, I do give credit to Polo for uh, for giving me my first shot there doing radio. There would be no Clay Edwards show if there uh, if Polo hadn't let me host his that day. But hey, I can be appreciative and I can also be be, uh, be critical of someone's bad behavior. I can do both. I can do both. Let's see here. Uh, Guns and Gear text line this morning. Y'all guys have been on fire, man. If y'all want to call in six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. Tell you what, um, Sh- Shannon texted in and said, uh, co-worker said there's a dead body on 20. Yep, got that, brother. Appreciate it. Somebody else timed in said, uh, Finians. Yep. Chris has been texting in. My buddy Chris. I'm sorry, I was. All right, Ryan, stay on hold for one second. Uh, Chris said, great show so far. Driving back from the coast and listening. Teddy made a great point about the NFL. Absolutely. All right, let's take a phone call here. I think we got Ryan. Hey, you're on there. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hey, man. Uh, I know you just uh, you uh, touched on Polo for a second, man. I hope the Hines County uh, DA's office don't drop the ball on this, man. I mean, the evidence is there from what I'm understanding. And I'm not understanding why uh, yeah, they're not – handed over discovery as 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 asked. I know there may be a lot more to that, but man, I Hines County needs to do better, man, and, and keep that joker behind bars and let him ride away for the rest of his days. Yeah, man, that was That's a good my opinion. That was a good dude that that got killed. That guy was out there doing good stuff, trying to trying to save young men and, and, and mold young men into leaders and get people off the streets and yeah. uh and got caught up in some in some nonsense, you know? it's just I know it didn't happen in Jackson. It happened in Hines County. It happened in Clinton. But it's just, it's just so Hines County for them to potentially yeah. drop the ball on something like this. Yeah, and they don't need to, man. Uh, you know, Robert Davis, uh, a.k.a. Bobby, like I said, was a good dude, man, doing good work in the community, turned his life around, and his legacy will forever be, be there. But, uh, man, it can't be, you know, overshadowed by Hines County dropping the ball and letting this guy skate or letting him get off on a technicality, man, because, man, you know, high time, come on. I mean, they, we, we got to do better, man. we got to do better. But 
Uh, I appreciate you answering the call. I, I'll go ahead and land my plane there. Thank you. Hey, I appreciate. It. Hey, thanks for calling in yesterday too uh, during the, during the marijuana show. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem at all. All right, brother. Stay safe out there. All right, thank you. You too. Yep. Hey, speaking of that, man, if you guys weren't tuned in yesterday, every Tuesday, the third hour of the show, nine to ten, it's going to be called "Know Your Grow." I'm sorry, I keep getting it backwards. It's "Grow Your Know," as in "Grow Your Knowledge." Grow Your Know. I've teamed up with the folks over at Kelly's Farm, Kelly's Green, Kelly's Green. I, I'm all over it today, guys. I'm, I'm all in the vocabulary today. Kelly's Green. They're a vertically integrated uh, medical marijuana company. They have a growth facility in Jackson, and they have three dispensaries around the state. Uh, we've teamed up to do a once-a-week, one-hour show, and that both uh, both of the owners, uh, Chad and Kelly, are, are lawyers. So they're very steep in knowledge in the medical marijuana stuff. It's very interesting. We're going to be answering all your questions, digging deep into it, and it's going to be fun. Yesterday's show was a blast. Uh, they're very animated, colorful folks, very knowledgeable. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, if you want to go back and listen to that podcast, it is available on the Clay Edwards Show podcast. It's titled Grow Your Know, Episode 1. And uh, we'll be uploading it every week as a standalone podcast. So if you're not into all my political ranting and raving, you ain't got to listen to that. We keep all that out of this. And I think you'll really enjoy it. Go check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's come back, land the plane for the day here on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Sitting here typing a reply to my buddy Sean on Facebook and got a big old typo as uh, I had to come back on air. I promise I can spell sometimes. All right, man, we're live here in the Mac Hike of Flowwood Studios, winding it down for the day. Got about a minute left. I think this was a pretty good show today. Uh, always better when we get a bunch of phone calls. I appreciate you guys. The text. Y'all blew up the Guns of Gear text line today. Thank all of you. Uh, real quick, man, I got one text here uh, about Napoleon that I want to read before we go off the air. I want to start with allegedly. Allegedly. Napoleon is supposed to have dirt on the DA and Chalkway and a lot of other public officials. That need to be known. The ball will be dropped. There will be a deal worked out for him. And I agree. He allegedly had a bunch of dirt on a bunch of public officials. They've been collecting it for a long time. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this polo trial plays out but if i remember correctly allegedly uh that guy robert got shot uh half dozen times or so or 12 9 10 12 times or something like that you know at some point it's not self-defense anymore if that was self-defense which apparently it wasn't anyway we'll see how it all shakes out will be an interesting summer with the polo trial getting started around here because he hated the media and the media is going to have it out for him so they will definitely be covering that trial jim thorne is up next I will see y'all tomorrow. Podcast available shortly. Clay Edwards Show. All right. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. I'm live in the Mack Hike of Flowood, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram studio out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Florida, Mississippi. I am joined here in the studio this morning by my good friend and yours, Ms. Therese Apel with DarkHorsePressNow.com. Good morning, Therese. Good morning. Good morning, Mississippi. How are you doing? Well, you know, it's Tuesday, and it feels a little bit like Monday, but at least it's not. So. It, it does. <laughs> well, Monday, we had a what we would kind of call a two-for-Tuesday. 
Uh, I crowned, if you follow me on TikTok and social media, you know, I, I, I crown a effed around and found out champion. Sure. Every time somebody does something really stupid that ends, that, that ends with them either dying or, um, in jail. And yeah. we got, we got both yesterday. Uh, it started out yesterday morning in Jackson, a little young Chakwe Antola Mumba voter, um, decided to put on a ski mask and get an AR-15 and go rob a guy's car. But that wasn't enough for him. He decided to approach the house. Allegedly, you can find the story on uh, jacksonjambalaya.com. Uh, it's untitled under coincidence. Um, he, he was approaching the house. The homeowner said, not, 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 not today, Satan. Not today. Mm-hmm. Peeled his cap on back. Shot him a couple times. And uh, he did not die on the spot. Later, a young man, 17, uh, shows up to UMMC. A couple gunshot wounds. There, there he dies. Yeah. Um, my friends... I've been, I've been, I've been talking about it since I started the show. If, uh, Jacksonians, if you don't start fighting back, it don't matter how many Capitol Police they have, how many appointed judges they have, none of that matters. If you don't start peeling some of these cats back, and this is Clay Edwards' opinion, nobody else's, they're going to overtake your community and you're not going to have a community. You can't let these people win. And you may be thinking, oh, Clay, you don't know that guy's struggle. Well, you know what? I don't give a damn about that guy's struggle. I'm going to read y'all something I got here. One of my good friends, local black business owner and Jackson resident, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say his name, but because I don't want him catching any flack, he did a little online investigating under my post. Okay. So somebody under my post about it tagged a girl called They Love Mercedes. Mm-hmm. You know, that you I, I can't even put my middle name on Facebook and they ping it as fake. Right. But, but she can call themselves They Love Mercedes. And uh, let's see here. She She's going blah, 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 blah. But So we go to her profile. She has a post here. Okay. Now, this is a, this is gang activity. Therese, you'll love this. Okay. So is anybody, any of you bleeding hearts out there all upset that a 17-year-old got his cat peeled back? He was an active gang member, and I'm going to read something to you here. She posted this. Now, this I'm quoting here. I don't speak abonics, so this is not me. This is her. It says, another one of the members gone. That's what they call themselves, the members. Mm. When we going to stop taking losses? Still can't believe I got the phone call about you, cuz. Crap most definitely hurt. Watch over us, Kali. I guess his name was Kali. Um, here's when you'll quit taking losses. When you get a job and quit robbing people with ski masks on and AR-15s in their yard. That would seem like a great start. Right. Well, and you know, the thing is, okay, so I'm looking at this. He was probably, well, I'm not going to try and guess his gang. I'm looking at the colors here, um, but there's a couple of them using those colors right now. The fact is, these young kids are doing it because they think they won't get charges and they think they won't, you know, they won't get bad charges because they're underage or things like that. Or because Jody Owens is the DA? Well, there's that, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that said, it's, you know, it bothers me because, yeah, I don't, nobody wants to hear about a 17 year old getting shot. But on the other hand, you know, we make more of a big deal out of this than when one gets legitimately murdered, you know, like unjustifiable homicide. And, and we don't talk about that like we do when, oh, well, now there's a stir because somebody shot somebody in self defense or to defend their home and property or whatever like that. Yeah. We're not as outraged by someone getting shot in cold blood as for some reason we, are when I say we people are when it's you know 
Oh, they'll, justified. They'll, they'll be releasing doves. They'll have his name on. They'll have his face on a T-shirt. His mama will have a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. All this stuff for this guy. But right. if that homeowner had died, it wouldn't be nothing. No, it would just be another story on the news. Yeah. I would much rather hear about this. I'd much rather be sitting here talking about this guy getting the championship belt yesterday than I would about the homeowner dying. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it's like I, I think of so many people that I've written about throughout time that, um, you know, well, I mean, there's a million that were just innocent victims. And then there were the ones that tried to defend themselves or that died defending somebody else, you know. It makes it even better when somebody is able to defend themselves. Now, I'm not saying that I hope everybody who ever committed a crime dies by any means. But if you are out there and you can defend yourself, do not be afraid. Make sure you know your weapon. Make sure you know when to use it. Take some classes on, you know, that kind of thing. Because unless you have that body memory, you easily could freeze. We all think we know what we're going to do. But you don't until that moment. We don't want to be talking about you on the news, you know. No, you don't want to be. You don't want to be a, a breaking news update. Mm-mm. I mean, not unless you're like this homeowner. Yeah, and, right. And, and you won. I, I'm just telling you. I, I I hate that I've become so leathered mm-hmm. that that I celebrate these things. But every now and then, hashtag good guys got to win again. Yeah, and I think for me, it's it's more uh, obviously I don't celebrate, but it you know I look at it and I'm like, well, I'm really glad that. So here's the thing that bothers me to kind of got to make examples every now and then. Well, yeah, and and so you've got this guy who decides to go rob a house, and then the homeowner has to defend himself. Guy dies, still all that guy's fault. You know the 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 criminal's fault, the alleged criminal, if you will. Um, But now. His his folks are going to come after the homeowner. Uh, absolutely, you know, and and that that homeowner didn't do anything but live, you and, know, <laughs> like and, live and, there. And so. I won't be the least bit surprised if Jody Owens don't come after him too. Oh Lord, you know that that's going to be something to watch. Yeah, it's it's hard to know what to do with your life when you don't know who you can trust up the tree of justice. No, I tell people all the time. You know, if, you, if you're going to live in somewhere like Jackson, these high crime, it really don't matter where you live at. Jackson in particular, when you have a when you have a, a George Soros woke uh, DA that's going after cops, that's going after citizens, law abiding citizens in cases like this, potentially get you some cameras around your house. Yes. You know, like th- this guy, I hope this homeowner got some cameras. Right. And was able to show what happened. Yes, because we know from the trial of police officer Anthony Fox that four doctors who say that you did not kill somebody do not matter in Hines County. We know from the trial of Greta Bully that just pulling the trigger on somebody over and over again and killing them does not ensure that you will spend your life in prison anymore. And coming back and shooting them again? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Didn't quite get it all the first time. Let me drive back by and shoot them again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Hines County, the armpit of Mississippi. So, with that said, uh, last night, woke up this morning to another um, yes. another championship. I, I'm, I'm running out of belts here. And and this guy, at least, was from somewhere else, so maybe he didn't know not to go to Rankin County. Yeah, well, he found out. Yeah, he did. And, I mean, talk about hitting the holy trinity of doom. <laughs> he hit Flowood, Pearl, and Brandon. I mean, the only the only thing missing from that was Richland. Right. Yeah, we did need Richland in that one to make it complete. Nick and his team. Yeah. Over there in Richland, because I'm gonna go on and just assume uh, Rankin County sheriffs were involved in it too. Absolutely. I mean, it didn't get that close to home base. Right. And and them not get in on it somehow, some way. Not with all the jurisdiction change, no. No. So this meth head, and I can confirm 
from sources. He yeah. was at there was meth found and multiple meth pipe found. Right. Uh, he had, he told him he had a gun, but did they could not find it. Yeah. Uh, he is now. Uh, I think he wrecked about five cars along the way, mm-hmm. and he is now in UMC, nursing his injuries. And we'll uh, we'll probably uh, detoxing a little too. Pro- probably it's going to be a rough couple of days for the right. fellow. <laughs> uh, and you know the one of the best parts about this story is that this part hadn't made the news yet. Is he? I guess dropped his old lady off. I like the, that part in the Walmart <laughs> in the Walmart parking lot. Yeah, like and then pick the chase back up, <laughs> babe. You don't need to be a part of this. <laughs> Get out at Walmart. <laughs> I mean, looking out for his boo boo, Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, girls. Oh, Bonnie never would have taken that. Bonnie no. would have stayed in the car. <laughs> yeah, girls. It, it ain't look, man. Y'all, you talk about you strong, independent women, then you end up in a car with a meth head. Right. Don't do it. Well, and let me just say this to the stupid criminals of the world. Like, I get it. I know that sometimes when you take some of these drugs, it makes you want to do superhuman things. I would suggest you stay home on your couch and maybe, like, play The Floor is Lava. But don't try running from the cops. Look, I can tell you as a former uh, partaker in um, exotic drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using the word exotic very loosely. I was going to say. Um, it, not, no, no good decisions come from that. <laughs> <laughs> no good decision. Just stay at home, as Therese said. Just stay at home. Everybody knows you're high. Right. You know, you get paranoid. You want to, I think everybody knows I'm high. They do. Of course they do. If you if you haven't been awake and three, asleep in three days, everybody around you knows mm-hmm. you ain't been asleep in three days. I don't know what it is about wife beaters that they all feel like they have to wear. Yeah. F- flat bill hats. Mm-hmm. But, man, I can spot one of y'all out from a mile away. Oh, yeah. Two miles away. I mean, I, just, I know you when I see you. Mm-hmm. It ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you've been doing it long enough, you've lost the muscle in your jaw, mm-hmm. and your cheeks are all sucked in, and that never comes back either. No. And that the, something about the, their chin, it, it, they're very definable. Yes, they are. And, you know, my dad, um, he was a prosecutor in Ohio in the place that's like the opioid and meth capital of everywhere. And uh, – and, Depending on where you go in that area, it, it's like The Walking Dead. You've got these people walking around that all look like that because either they're hooked on heroin or they're hooked on meth. And it's like once you've seen that, you realize, I mean, you know, around here, we you see it occasionally. You see it, you know, in certain places. But when you see it in mass, it's terrifying. Yeah. You know, like it really is like, well, this is a more serious issue than, than I like to think it is, you know. Sure. Well, you know, like if you want to see it here, drive down Highway 80 from the Metro Center to – to Gallison Street, mm-hmm. you know that's kind of the the spot where they're they're out and about, moving around, unbothered. Mm-hmm. The rest of it's you know more you know in neighborhoods and stuff, but it's very rural too. So yeah. it's hard to just go find it like that. But being a very rural state, it's all over the place. You know, like I, Scott County apparently is has smoked its kneecaps off <laughs> from from all reports that I've gotten from people right. lately. Uh, Scott County is a is a hot spot. Mm-hmm. And uh but so in parts of Rankin County. And okay. uh I grew up in I grew up in South Jackson Byram. Uh Lake Ridgely out there in Byram when I was a kid. It it was where it was all going down at. Now people get Lake Ridgely get so mad at me every time I say that, but it was true. Yeah. I mean it is what it is. Just own it. Things happen. You know, the Savannah Street area in South Jackson. Even going all the way back to the ninety early nineties when I was in high school, we knew that that's where the 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 nonsense was. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so it's 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 always around. Yeah, if you want trouble, you can find it. Absolutely.
All right, let's take a break real quick. Hey, if you guys want to chime in, the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. The uh, phone line, 601-879-0002. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are joined this morning by Therese April, Dark Horse Press Now. Dark Horse Press Now.com's very own Therese April, live in the Matt Kiger Flowood Studios. We'll be right back. Lauren. Hey, Lauren. And I've never called in before. Well, thank you. Um, <clears throat> but after the past couple of weeks, I wanted to call in. And um, yeah, anyway, so I just want to preface this by saying that I do think you have a lot of good points on your show. Um, and. But. <laughs> but, yes, a large but here. Um, I know you say a lot of out there stuff to get viewers or keep viewers or listeners and all that. But it seems like instead of actually talking about certain issues, like certain policies, you end up just going down this diatribe about how black people ruin Jackson and they are the cause of literally every issue in Jackson. But the thing is, Clay, if you want to change anything, why would... It's like if you constantly put black people down, why would they want to listen to literally anything you have to say? I don't need them to listen to You don't want to, to listen me. to Thomas when he starts in on white people. You hang up on him, you know? So I don't know. It's just like you and Thomas are literally two different sides of the same dang coin. It's like ignorance will never fix ignorance. Racism will never fix racism. We know this. Like, I mean... Ignorance and racism is a dime a dozen in Jackson. So okay. do something different. Well, let's you talk. Have the let's talk. Let, 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 let's okay. Let, let's have a positive solutions only conversation here. Then, what what would you do to save Jackson today? What would I do to save Jackson? Well, it would take a lot. But if I had a radio show, I can tell you one thing: I wouldn't be constantly attacking black people and then wanting them to change and saying, "Oh." You know, all this is your fault, and now I'm expecting you to do something different. You're not doing anything positive, and like I said, you can keep spewing things that are, I mean, racist. Well, who, who's, who's fault, who, whose fault is it then? Um, you know, there's a lot of history in Jackson, and you're kind of playing into something that's happened for centuries. No, you no. are continuing no, 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 no. to not. create or help a huge we're not gonna we're, we're not gonna play the history stuff jackson has been jackson has had black democrat leadership for the last 40 years full control and things aren't going so well you can't blame that on nobody else you got 40 years to right the ship and it ain't working so you're Here equating that all democrats are of black race so you're saying democrats and black are synonymous i'm saying the black democrats that run jackson have done a terrible job that's factual. That's not, that's not racist. That's factual. The city has gone from under their control. Hey, I can't help that they're black. I, I didn't. I, you know, I have nothing to do with it. But they're black and they're Democrats. Those are just two facts. They're just pointing them out. They're black and they're Democrats. Okay, the and the, and the, hold on, let me finish. I let you finish. Let me finish. They're black and they're Democrat and they run Jackson. Highest murder, highest murder rate in America two years in a row. Highest violent crime rate in America. Highest STD rate in America. And I'm sure if we go find unemployment, it's probably got the lowest unemployment or the highest unemployment too. So these are all things that and can't even keep the water on. These are all things that happened over 40 years 
under their control, while the areas around Jackson that are not led by Democrats of any color seem to be doing just fine. So I'm looking at one common denominator here. You think a lot of the cities that are run by white Democrats are doing well? I did not like, say. I mean, I think a lot of Democratic policies are a huge issue. Uh, I said, I said, I conser- being ran by conservatives. There's not a, there's not a, there's not a white city being ran by Democrats around Jackson. Okay, not around Jackson, but in the country, there's a ton. And you think that they're doing a whole lot better? I no, mean, they're doing terrible okay. too. But I, but I'm speaking on. This is a show about Jackson, Mississippi, for the most part. So I'm speaking on okay, Jackson, Mississippi. Oh no, the it, majority of Jackson is black. So of course, a lot of the Democrats are going to be black. What I'm saying is, are there white Democrats that are doing better in their cities? No. The problem is Democratic policy, not the race of the Democrats. Yeah, the, the white Democrat cities are too busy running up rainbow flags and uh, transgender nonsense. That ain't getting nobody anywhere either. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you are making it about black people instead of about Democratic policies. Democratic policies are failing the entire freaking country, but you're sitting in Jackson saying, oh, it's black people. Well, no, it, sir. it is in Jackson. It's the Democratic policies. There is nothing inherently wrong or bad or whatever about black people we, we agree We're on that but that we no no we agree on that there is nothing wrong inherently with black people i, I love black people but it's black but, but it's black so democrat leadership in jackson jackson's 80 percent black what am i supposed to say yeah and that's what i'm saying so you think and, the, and then they turn around and, and they blame everything on racism anytime you try to fix anything they make it about their blackness they use their blackness as a shield so we're going to talk about it you can't, you can't yeah. tell me it's not about race when all you do is make it about race. And I'm referring to them, not you. But, you know, here's the thing. At this point, I think, you know, you have the Save Jackson page, but I think it's abundantly clear, like, in the last year, it's just gone, like, you've gotten to the point where your page should just be called Don't Save Jackson. It's like you're rooting against Jackson. You're rooting against the black people of Jackson. And that's just a really sad place to be. So now, so now it's about the black people of Jackson. I got you. Thanks for the call. She, she she waited to the end there to then make it about the black people of Jackson, rooting against them. I'm not rooting against the people of Jackson. I really ain't. But it is, the page has evolved to save yourself from Jackson. It has definitely evolved to save yourself from Jackson. Let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.